So you find a haunted doll in your attic. What do you do? You try to live in peace, of course, because that's what everybody says you should do. Make peace and coexist with each other. But what happens when the doll starts acting up? Falling over, changing positions, appearing in other rooms when neither you nor your husband have moved it? Well, you get rid of her, my fine forest friends. I'm your host, Abby, and you've been warned. Don't find a haunted doll in your attic, obviously. Hello there, my fine forest friends. Long time no talk. I appreciate your patience while we've been on this brief hiatus. The state of the world and the state of my house and the state of my mental health have been struggling a little bit, and it's been a little bit hard to sit down and talk with you all. But we're back, and I appreciate you guys sticking around. Now, I will note that this is not the typical kind of scripted thing. Uh, I am just winging it and am hoping to do my best. I haven't done a Wong episode in a while. My lovely husband has been scripting things out for my poor, poor little dyslexic brain to focus on. So I just wanted to kind of do a more in-depth talk about what happened two weeks ago with the haunted doll and everything like that. So a very wonderful follower turned friend reached out to me on TikTok and said that she was available to help if I wanted her to help. You know, I'm sure most of you have been around, seen my videos, that my house is haunted a little bit and we've been trying to coexist with everything as much as we possibly can. And things had been going well, but I don't know what shifted, what changed, but we had a real uptake of activity. And the energy around the doll that we found just to the right of me as I'm recording this had really changed. And I was getting to the point where I was over it. I was done. I felt like my mental health was being affected. My dog's health was being affected. And I was just tired of trying to coexist with something that clearly wasn't interested in coexisting with me. So we exchanged some information. She asked about how many doors and entrances and exits to the house that I had just to kind of get a feel of what was going on. And she put together this amazing care package. And I'm still going to hold true to my promise to her. I'm not going to mention her name or anything like that because this is something that she was doing out of the kindness of her heart. And she doesn't want it to ever be for sale or anything like this. So I will say that she is, she self-identifies as a witch. And she kind of collaborated with some other I want to say religious people um, and some of her indigenous friends to put together this care package to seemingly, as so, so far, kick out whatever was existing here, especially any of the negative energies. I cannot tell you how much better the house feels since we did this. It, I, it genuinely feels like I can breathe again, which is just wonderful. My dogs are calmer. Well, Kylo's still crazy, but he's always going to be crazy. And it's nice to not have the doll in my house anymore. She was a little weird. So this sweet friend wrote out, I think it was like six different letters, explaining step by step what to do, when to do it. It started off with my husband and I kind of going on a date night. That was the bowling video that we posted. 
just to kind of become a unified force. We had some deep conversations to make sure that there was no animosity, not that there was between us, just to clear the air so that we were a united front as we kind of battled this thing. It, it feels very dramatic to say battle this thing, but it's really what it felt like. So she had us open every single door in the house, and we had to smoke cleanse. I'm talking under bookshelves, under the couches, in the breaker boxes in the house. Everywhere where anything could hide, we cleansed, and we worked from the top to the bottom. I mean, I literally got inside my dryer and smoke cleansed, guys. I don't recommend doing that just in case anyone catches fire, but I did it carefully, I promise. And then there was an incantation that we had to say, and it was very, very involved, and it felt very old, if that makes any sense. Like, it felt like we weren't doing something new, but something that people had been doing for generations and generations before us. It was very grounding, and I felt very connected to both my husband, to the woman that sent this, and to the ancestors that fought, like went before her. It was... A wonderful experience, a little bit scary, and I'll get into that right now. So in her letter, she warned that I can't pay attention to anything that happens, that we have to be steady and steadfast and calm, and we can't give them any power or have any kind of reactions. So as we were doing this, doors were closing behind us, and of course we had to go open them again because we can't let anything stay here, and... I, I started hearing voices. It was interesting because my husband didn't hear them, which kind of solidifies to me that whatever the negative energy was wasn't targeting him and really wasn't intentionally targeting the dogs, but it was targeting me, which kind of further solidifies my feelings and beliefs that I am a beacon. I felt my very short hair get pulled, which in order to do, you have to get very close to my head, so I would feel you touch my scalp, but I didn't feel anything touch my scalp. I just felt... I felt my hair being pulled, which in order to pull my short hair, you have to be able to touch my scalp, and I would feel if like it was my husband touching my scalp, and no one was touching my scalp, so it was just, it felt like individual hairs were being pulled, which is kind of hard to do. Don't know if you've ever tried to pull individual hairs. At a couple of points, I felt something kind of shoving on my back, like, thunk, 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 like little bounces not like a continuous push not me just brushing against the wall in my house like short repetitive touches it was intense but it wasn't I wasn't scared for the first time I didn't feel scared of what was happening in the house I felt in control um and then we went outside well we took the doll and we went outside and we buried it in the far corner where we're planning on planting our garden and like I said on TikTok, it's going to be interesting to see if anything grows over where we planted her. And we did put her in her box. I left a little note that said, if anybody finds this, put her back. Kind of giving a brief explanation of what happened. And, you know, do not, do not do. Um, thankfully, she is, she appears to me to be all organic materials, like cotton, that kind of thing. So I'm hoping I'm not polluting too terribly, but I did put her in cardboard, so like, you know, it will eventually biodegrade, and I hope that she will in totality biodegrade and go back to the earth from whence I'm assuming she came. And we sealed that with a crystal. We sealed the entire house with a crystal, which my friend provided. And it was an interesting experience. 
Now I will say, in one of my latest TikTok videos, I was doing a thrift haul, and in the playback of it, I noticed there was an orb that flew over me and kind of circled around me. And I did, you know, just buy thrifted objects, so I was wondering if something had attached. It didn't feel negative, I didn't even really feel the vibes of it until I saw it on the camera. Just kind of one of those things, and I was like, huh, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued. I haven't done another spirit box session yet. So I'm going to be interested to see if anything does still reply. I, I don't know if we got everything out. The lady that sent it did say that, you know, it's supposed to get everything out, which is why we kind of went back and forth. It's like, I don't want to kick out my friends, the people that aren't doing any harm, but we kind of brought out the big gun, so I'm going to be interested to see if there is anybody or anything still living with us. That's kind of the long and the short of it, my fine forest friends. Um, it's definitely an intense thing, and if you've ever been persistently haunted by something that isn't the most friendly, you kind of, you know what it's like. It's, it's not an enjoyable experience by any means, and it kind of makes you feel a little bit crazy, and it makes you second guess kind of everything that you have experienced. It's like, it, am I going crazy? Is there something wrong with me? Do I need to go see a doctor? Or is there really something here that I can't explain? And I definitely think it's the latter one. <laughs> um, but yeah, my fine forest friends, I, once again, I appreciate your patience. I guess let me know if you have any comments. If you want any of my merch, if you look up Don't Look in the Trees on Redbubble, you can get some of my merch there. It's linked in the description as well. If you have any crazy stories or any of your ghost stories, send them in to dlittpod at gmail.com. And I will say that if you do want it to be read on the air and you don't just want me to read it, the more detail, the better. I love being able to paint a picture for you guys of what's going on. And some of you guys are amazing writers, and I love sharing all of your guys' stories. So send those in. Give me all the juicy details, every little thing that happened. I want to know. I want to hear you guys' story. It makes me not feel alone, and I know that it makes you, the listener, feel not alone, that other people have crazy things happening to them, too. We're not alone in this world, my fine forest friends, and I hope you stay safe. And remember, don't look in the trees, or your attic, or you might find a haunted doll that you have to bring out the big guns to get rid of. And hopefully the big guns worked. Fingers crossed. Thanks for listening, friends. Bye.